the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Want to talk a little off the beaten path today? Talk John Carthy from the San Jose Barracuda. Barracuda are advancing to the round three of the Calder Cup trophy uh, race, kind of like the um, Stanley Cup put for the AHL, San Jose Barracuda. Uh, pretty exciting times for you, Mr. McCarthy, are they not? Yes, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, we're, uh, we had a, a good regular season, and we look to kind of carry that over into the playoffs, and so far it's been going well. And... Uh, to get to the third round, that means you're now down to two, you know, basically the last eight teams and uh, everyone else is home, relaxing, playing golf, and you're still doing the hard work and uh, getting the, the results. It's I love playoff hockey. Um, the NHL with the Stanley Cup, it's even if it's not your favorite team, it's fun to watch. AHL is still kind of the same way. Uh, you just knocked out another opponent, you're getting ready to open up another series. There's great tickets available for it. Uh, you're having a nice playoff run as well. Um, I think you're you're tearing it up with goals, aren't you? Um, yeah, we were. Uh, we got kind of um, four lines on our team that can all contribute offensively, and uh, I think that's kind of been the, the key to our success um, throughout the regular season, and also that we kind of carry it over into the playoffs. And you know, we're uh, we're we're a dangerous offensive team, no matter what lines on the ice, and. Uh, you know that's a that's a a good thing for a for a team uh, advancing like we are. So I'm going to be coming to the game on Saturday. A buddy asked me to go on Sunday. I can't make that one, but Saturday the game's going to be at six o'clock at SAP Center, which is an amazing place to play. Sunday the game's at five p.m. Same story at SAP, and then you go on the road for three, and then you come back for the final two um, a couple weeks from now, and we'll talk about that as that. Time gets closer, but people can hear the games here on AM twelve twenty KDOW with Nick Nolenberger calling games. Um, what's been the, the key this this playoff run for you? Has it been goaltending? Uh, I, I see a lot of scoring, but I also see some pretty strong goaltending. Yeah, I think uh, in playoff hockey, um, special teams and goaltending kind of get magnified a little bit. 
And, uh, you know, we've gotten outstanding goaltending from uh, Troy Grosnick. And uh, our power play has, we struggled in the first round a little bit, but we kind of found our way in the second round. And the penalty kill has been uh, a strength of ours all, all year long, really. And, uh, you know, it hasn't been any different in the playoffs. So I think those three things um, are kind of <clears throat> contributing to our success. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking to kind of carry, carry that over into this next round against Grand Rapids. So Grand Rapids, it feels like they must be the farm team for the Chicago Blackhawks. Is that right? Uh, no, the Detroit Red Wings. Okay, Detroit Red Wings. Okay, gotcha. So, um, so they've had a pretty good run as well. And uh, going head to head up against them, I saw Roy Sommer last night out at the San Francisco Giants baseball game. That's kind of nice that he's getting some kind of television glory thrown on him for uh, taking America to <laughs> this far in the playoffs. Uh, would you not agree? He's he's very deserved as coach. Yeah, he has. Yep, he's been here for a long time. He knows the ins and outs. He, you know, he's uh, been a big part of our success. And uh, like you said, it's it's good. He he won um, Coach of the Year in the league this year. Um, we were able to win the Western Conference regular season um, trophy. So it's good good that he's you know being recognized and and getting some accolades um, because he deserves them. I totally agree. Great guy. Winning his coach ever in the AHL. He's been doing it for a long time to get that title. And uh, <laughs> he gets up early. It was funny. Uh, one day I apologized that he had to call in at 7. He goes, I get up at 4. <laughs> I'm like, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, so what, what should we look for in this um, series that you're putting together with Grand Rapids? Uh, are we looking for high scoring? Do you think it's going to be a little bit more tense and fighting? Uh, you know, fighting for space in front of the goalie? What do you think we're looking at? Um, you know what? It's kind of funny. We're actually <clears throat> very similar teams. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Um, we're both kind of, um, you know, use our speed, get in on the forecheck, um, not overly physical. There'll be some physicality, but um, our first round series was against Stockton, and that was, you know, a very, very physical series. Um, whereas this one, I think, is going to be more, um, you know, more speed, more speed through the puck, and, uh, you know, some offense, both power plays can score. Um, we both have great goalies. It's going to be a really, really fun series to watch. Um, there should be some good hockey. And, uh, you know, we were kind of saying yesterday, it's like we're, we're a similar team, so it's, you know, who's going to do it better? Whoever does it better is going to win. So um, that's kind of our goal. So thanks very much for joining us. Uh, good luck. I'll be out at the arena watching you play on Saturday. I hope everyone in the Bay Area gets a chance to experience playoff hockey. It's pretty darn exciting. The team is stacked with players that are going to be in the NHL sooner rather than later. Um, thanks for joining us, John. All right. Thank you, Rob. Good luck. Thanks. Absolutely. So John McCarthy is the captain of the team, and he's tearing it up in goals this season, or this playoff run. It's kind of nice to see, but you got some really good players on the team, like Barkley Goodrow. Uh, you've seen him numerous times already playing with the Sharks. Marcus Sorensen kind of made his debut this year as well. Uh, you got Kevin LeBanc, who uh, did just fantastic things when he got called up, scored a lot of goals, kept the team uh, moving early on in the season. Timo Meyer, um, I'm, I'm seeing just a stacked team. And if you're a Sharks fan, you'll be seeing a lot of these players soon. But this weekend, if we get a chance to get to the arena, it's it's a fun time. Um, and what I mean that, you get four tickets, four hot dogs for 64 bucks. Um, that's not bad. Saturday, May 20th at 6, Sunday, May 21st at 5. Uh, those are the two I'm focusing on because game 6 and 7 hopefully won't be needed. 
but if they are, we'll talk about that as we get closer, uh, because playoff hockey tends to run about 10 days for our series. Uh, the Western Conference Finals Family Pack. Um, two beers and a hot dog. Two $2 beers, $1 hot dogs. Uh, pretty good stuff. If you're thinking family-oriented, you know. Uh, you go to a, a Warriors game, you're going to be paying 500 to $3,000 for a ticket. Uh, we're talking $64. Takes your whole family there for four tickets and four hot dogs. Not too bad. You can upgrade your experience and purchase center ice seats for $100 or VIP sideline seats for $180. Um, pretty cool stuff. So get a chance. Go pick up some tickets at sjbarracuda.com. That's sjbarracuda.com. Sorry my voice is a little fried, guys. Um I think I got that stomach flu that everyone else got. So, um, it is what it is. So, I apologize for that. Um, earlier in the show, I was talking a little bit about some different apps and how you can get, you know, somebody who's 25 to 35 to start saving. Um, one of the things you have to do is appeal to their sense of, of principle. Millennials are big proponents of socially responsible or ethical investing. They want their money to align with their values. Solar, clean energy, innovative technologies are topics uh, that are discussed a lot. Stash offers, um, there's a company called Stash that offers a clean and green portfolio that invests in solar, wind, and other renewables. I'm not saying that's the way I would go. I don't like the broadness of it, but it's not a bad thought. So, shifting gears to retailers, brick and mortar retailers are scrambling to update their in-store experience to give customers a reason to you know, push away from their laptops when they do their shopping and, and walk through their doors. Target's remodeling 100 stores this year. It's been banking on continued rollout of smaller stores in college communities and dense urban areas. So Target's taking on Amazon and Walmart with a new program called Target Restock that offers next-day home delivery of everyday household items, detergent, and others. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up this Saturday, um, 9 to 11, Wealth Management. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Got those two big events coming up. So if you're a millennial or Generation Xer, probably the second event's right for you. Or if you're a wealthy Generation Xer or um, a senior or boomer, uh, probably the, the morning event is appropriate for you. Millennials are a big target for Wall Street and for Main Street you know, consumers because they have funds and they tend to invest them. And they do things like get really expensive products, a lot of fresh food. Um, 
getting millennials to start investing is not the easiest thing, even though most say saving for retirement is an important part of their being a financial adult. So 85% think that. Every financial planner, investment advisor, and financial services company is asking the same question of how do we get to that client. Um, and sadly, the technology is so great today and the costs are so cheap, it's tough to get to that client. Um, 34% of millennials say they've got student loan debt to pay off first. Um, but again, people are going to regret not starting earlier. So some of the products that are being created for them are products like apps called Acorns. that allows you to round up the cost of your purchase to the nearest dollar and invest the change in a portfolio. Um, Stash, which helps younger investors build portfolios with easy-to-grasp themes like Internet Titans or delicious dividends, um, lets users get started with as little as $5, or about the cost of a um, Starbucks coffee, right? Robinhood is an app-based broker. They're offering free trades and Uber style of ease for handling financial transactions. Stockpile um, is another app out there which enables you as an investor to buy fractional shares in a company. They don't have enough money to buy full ones. So if Facebook's at 150 bucks a share, you could buy one-third of a share for $50. So it's not the worst thing. It, again, it's targeting a special need client. Um, they don't have a lot of money because they're paying down student debt. So get as much as you can um, while you can get it. So Target is in the news today. Um, they're tweaking their formula. They're offering some smaller stores, um, more exclusive brands. Um, a lot of apparel retailers struggling to keep up with Amazon. Sales slipped 1.3% in the recent quarter. Um, but the CEO said that we're going to plan our business very prudently. So the retailer did better than Wall Street analysts as expected. Um, they retired some debt. So Target's efforts to boost digital offerings appear to be paying off with um, that climbing 22 plus percent. But again, it, it, I feel like I'm here almost daily. And I'm talking about Macy's, Sears, Limited, J.C. Penney's, and uh, how they're all struggling. So 800-516-1220 to each calls in the air. McDonald's has expanded its Uber. Eats delivery service in Los Angeles, Chicago, Columbus, and Phoenix. So what is this, you say? You go, well, they're going to do delivery to more than 1,000 restaurants, four from 1,000 restaurants across the U.S. So the Golden Arch has garnered nearly $1 billion in delivery sales globally. Um, McDonald's garnered nearly $1 million in delivery sales last year. You don't think of them that way, do you? Or maybe I, maybe I just don't eat them, so... Um, so I guess that is what it is. So you can have a Big Mac delivered to your doorstep. So McDonald's made delivery available to uh, from about 200 restaurants in Orlando, Tampa, and Miami. Now they're like I said, they're opening that up. So if they did a billion last year, they'll probably be doing two billion this year because of how many big cities they're opening up. So. Um, 300 restaurants across L.A., 267 in Chicago, 144 in Phoenix. Can you imagine that there's that many? Okay, just imagine for a second, Phoenix. There's 144 McDonald's. It's almost like I'm calling BS, right? Amazon is hiring people to break into the multi-billion dollar pharmaceutical market. 
Um, okay, so they started selling books and then CDs and DVDs. Then they started selling other product, lots of other products. It became a big storefront. They started selling other people's product. Um, then they got into the music business, the TV business. Now Amazon wants to consider breaking into the pharmaceutical business. Um, that would be a multi-billion dollar market opportunity. Amazon's hiring a business lead to figure out how the company can break into the pharmaceutical market. Amazon has held at least one annual meeting at its Seattle headquarters to discuss whether it should you know, play with this idea or not. Um, this year, with the, high, with the rise of high deductible plans and the trend toward consumers paying for health care, uh, it's getting more serious on how could they offer value. Um, Jeff Bezos seems to solve problems, right? The problem is healthcare costs in the United States are out of control. I don't think he would mind getting into that world. So Amazon just started selling medical supplies and equipment. They're hiring for its professional healthcare program to ensure the company is meeting regulatory requirements. So you can't sell something that you know needs a doctor's prescription without a doctor's prescription, right? So this is a twenty-five to fifty billion dollar opportunity if they just do it halfway right. And again, it makes you go, man, I feel bad for the competition. Um, a hedge fund or hedge funds are really betting against Snapchat. We're seeing this more and more. There's a company called S3 Partners that increased their short positions against Snap by $200 million during the last week when the companies um, reported their financial quarter. There's an additional $1.2 billion Snap shares. That'll become available for sale in July and August, which may dampen the stock price. Um, so there's an extreme interest that's increasing to bet against Snapchat. Um, that could cause a so-called short squeeze rally. If everyone's when you when you buy a company, you typically buy it low and you want to sell it high. But when you sell a company short and think it's not going to work out for them, you basically sell now and then buy later. It's a funny way for a broker to make money. Um, they make money on both ways of the, the trade. So a lot of bearish investors out there, people who are betting against it, they're obviously thinking the float's going to hurt the company big, and that's going to increase through from July through August. So um, 70% of Wall Street does not have buy ratings on snap shares, so a lot of people think it's going to go south on them. Ford's going to slash 10% of its salary jobs in North America. Um, salary jobs, keep in mind, not union. Uh, but Ford's facing pressure to improve profitability and a lagging stock price. So they said they're going to cut 10% of the salary workforce in North America and the Asia Pacific divisions. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Black talking money invested in more. Thanks for listening to the show. A lot of companies like Google are leading us into the future. Um, and it's not the government that's leading us into the future. Our government seems to be pretty dysfunctional on a lot of levels. So the American government has always had this big appetite for funding, you know, big things for scientific research, for out of this world technology, for infrastructure programs. And, but that big funding of big projects is falling year over year over year, and it continue under President Trump. Tech giants like Google and Amazon, Amazon wants to get to Mars before NASA does. So unless the government vastly increases how much it spends on research into technologies, um, it's going to be the corporations of America that deploy the technologies, not, you know, the government. So Google is kicking off its annual developer conference um, ultimately today. Companies are going to most likely announce some advances to its voice-enabled assistant, its mobile operating system. It's probably not going to release anything world-changing. Um, but let's see what they do. So Alphabet, which is Google, is spending billions of dollars to inject you know, machine intelligence into a lot of the global economy from self-driving cars to healthcare. So there's five, you know, just amazingly powerful companies, in my opinion. Google, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Microsoft. Um, and they're spending tons of money on intelligent futures. So what was once our government's job is now being shifted ultimately to um, companies. 800-516-1220 teach calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 teach calls on the air. Uh, market's having a bad day, and uh, I think that's a good thing because we could really use a big pullback on the market. Um, I wouldn't mind that. So I know a lot of people are not feeling comfortable with me saying that. Like, what? Why did the market go down? Um, I'm okay with it. The Dow's kind of plunging today, down 1.1 percent. The Nasdaq's down. 1.3%, the S&P 500 down 1.07%. Crude oil is holding its gains. A lot of people think oil is going to lead us lower. Gold's sitting at 1257 an ounce. 10-year treasury sits at 2.25. Uh, that's a pretty low number. So now, joining me to talk a little bit about the CFP, Chad Burton. Chad, I got an email from a guy. I got an email from a guy that was sitting on an extra cash. Good problem to have. Getting close to retirement. His wife is 10 years younger. Good problem to have. He already has plenty of stocks and isn't interested in more bonds at this point. What are some options? Um, plenty of cash, younger spouse, uh, close to retirement, generating ideas. Yeah, and, and the, the whole issue on the bonds is becoming a common question just because rates are so very low. But they've been low for a while. Um, and there's not a lot of catalyst to push them a lot higher, a lot quicker. But... I mean, to answer this question, he really has to go through and consider what his 
main goals are. Are his goals to increase his income potential? If he's sitting on extra cash, what does he want that cash to do? Um, okay. You've got ways to increase your income potential in the future. Um, maybe he's very conservative and he needs to secure the principal but not lose money at the rate of inflation. Like, is you know what's going to happen? It is you know if he just leaves it in a checking account. Um, maybe the issue is protecting his younger spouse because a lot of financial plans in those situations that we run. This we, is Jim. Cash He's a broad hotel owner. Fine, but Jim- until you know the the guy is maybe a hundred years old, but it's not going to last long enough for the younger spouse. So maybe that's an issue right there. Or what if he's older and when he's 80, he goes into a nursing home and blows through all the money and she's got nothing left when she's 80. Um, so protecting the spouse, maybe it's the estate plan to make sure that if it's a 10-year spouse that's 10 years younger, maybe it's a second marriage and he's got kids from his first marriage. So maybe he needs to spend some money on a estate plan to protect his you know, kids' inheritance. Really, it sounds like, Rob, first step is to get an overall financial plan that helps deal with all these issues, set the goals out, prioritize the goals, and then systematically you know, check them off one by one. I kind of hear that. So, and uh, it's tough because in California, sometimes when you have extra cash, you're like, maybe I'll put a deposit down on a place in Tahoe. Or, like, you start thinking real estate because it's been so good, so many people who've been in it for 20, 30 years. So, a lot going on with a little extra cash. Um, so, if his goal is to increase income, which not a bad goal, what are some options in that scenario? Yeah, I mean, he's getting close to retirement, so he can look at some of the bond alternatives that we talk about. Um, if he doesn't want full-on just basic bonds, you know, California tax-freeze funds are yielding less than 3%. Um, so maybe you look at bond alternatives where you do a little rearranging, some shuffling of assets, but um, you'd look at, say, no-load variable annuities that are half in stocks, half in bonds through the underlying investments, but they have an income guarantee for life no matter what the market does. Um, a lot of people that say they don't want more stocks, but they don't want bonds, they're afraid of losing money in bonds when interest rates go up, and they feel like they're already overexposed to equity. So bond alternative, the idea there is that you can take a little bit more principal risk without giving up income potential. Um, so that's one option. The other option is you know, increasing your income can also mean decreasing your outflow obligations like a mortgage. So if he's close to retirement and as low as rates are as how taxes work in retirement, a lot of people end up just doing the standard deduction versus itemized. Maybe he takes his 30-year mortgage, um, puts a little extra money down, uh, refinances to a 15-year mortgage at a much lower rate with the same or less cash outflow, and then it's paid off sooner. And that'll help 15 years down the road when inflation has really started to kick in and things feel a little bit more lean, and then boom, all of a sudden your mortgage payment goes away and you feel a lot better in terms of where your income is. Um, and I don't think, you know, if, if people have a great portfolio, a lot of good dividend-paying stocks, uh, some bonds and other assets, you know, it's really never too late to look at real estate. Things are a little bit ex- expensive everywhere. There's certain pockets that I like in the Northwest, you know, north of Portland, Oregon. Um, so if he's got time to actually go visit properties and find places that he could, you know, comfortably rent out and get a good yield. I mean, real estate's always an option, but the other option is just to have some patience. Rob, sit on that cash for a while. We haven't had a pullback since last February, 
So maybe if you get a significant correction, you just jump on it and buy some stocks that are on sale and buy an opportunity in the next decade. So patience is always a, a good part of a financial plan as well. That's not a bad piece of uh, tip or insight. You can find out more about CFP Chad Burke by going to newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Two events coming up this weekend. Um, Palo Alto, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar. Chad's going to run that one. I'm going to run the Investing for Your First Million in the Afternoon. You can sign up for either or event at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. And, um, you know, finally close things with you. What would this, what would he do, the guy who has extra cash later on if his main goal is to protect his younger spouse? Um, now, this is, it depends on what the overall for portfolio is. So, again, the first thing would be to probably go ahead and, you know, pay a fiduciary, a fee-only advisor, to do a financial plan so you can itemize these goals out. Um, but the biggest issues that we see is that when you have a, a, an age difference in spouses and you get out into the 70s and 80s and beyond, and then there's a nursing home stay in the Bay Area that costs, $95,000 a year. So let's say this guy gets Alzheimer's when he's 80 years old and he's 10 years into a nursing home. Um, the biggest hit here is what's going to happen if he needs some long-term care, some nursing home care. So either looking at long-term care insurance or maybe he's got old life insurance policies that you can fix. You can transfer them if he's still insurable into new types of life insurance policies where you can actually use the death benefit early to get care. Um, so making sure that they have a plan in place, whether it's insurance or just a written plan on what they're going to fall back on, maybe they sell a property, do a reverse mortgage, so that the couple has communicated on, on okay, here's what we're going to do if this happens. Um, and then looking at other things like, you know, if he's still in his 60s, early 60s, and they're both healthy, um, they could change to an HSA-style health insurance plan where they have a larger deductible but they can fund a health savings account, put the money in, get a tax deduction, let it grow tax-free, you pull the money out tax-free to pay for health care expenses later in life. It's kind of like a super Roth IRA, so they could also look at that. Sounds good. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can hear his show here on AM 1220 KDOW Mondays through and Tuesdays at 2 p.m. You can meet him this weekend. He's going to be uh, hanging out with me in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Incredibly easy place to find and great parking, um, which is kind of rare sometimes. Um, so that's going to be from 9 to 11. He's going to be running the Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, talking about transitioning your portfolio, passive versus active management, social security strategies, good and bad retirement products, managing your IRAs, measuring risk in your portfolio, estate planning tips, and much, much more. You can sign up for either or event at Rob Black or at um, just go to newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. There's a lot of downloadables. Um, you can use the code RADIO25 to get in for free if you are a radio listener, which I'm assuming you are. Uh, you can do uh, newfocusfinancial.com and use the code RADIO25. I'm Rob Black. Whether you're 20 years old or 60, managing your money can get complicated. So set aside Saturday, May 20th, and get ready to learn some strategies that can help you build wealth, invest confidently, retire better, and pass on your estate while minimizing taxes. That's May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. We have two seminars lined up. The morning event runs from 9 to 11 with a focus on retirement income and estate planning. If you're nearing retirement, this one's for you. We'll explain how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to protect your estate from long-term care costs, and much, much more. 
Our afternoon seminar is all about investing for your first million. From 1 to 3, we'll cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio, from investing basics to 401ks, Roth IRAs, real estate, taxes, and investing tips. Two separate seminars, May 20th at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Sign up for either event at robblackshow.com, only $25. For KDOW listeners, I waive the fee. Just use promo code RADIO25. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Markets are a little distressed right now. Not horrible. Just a little bit. So, yeah, um, I wasn't going to talk about that, um, but markets are, you know, when you see a 1% pullback, it doesn't sound like a lot, it's not, but you put 10 of those together, and um, suddenly it's, you know, a pretty big correction, so you've got the Dow down 1.2%, the NASDAQ down 1.5%, the SP 500 down 1.1%. Global oil prices are rising ahead of the inventory levels. But when stocks sell off, people get a little bit nervous as far as you know comfort levels. Gold prices are up today, calming the nerves of some people as a move into a safer haven. Um, the markets are dropping in large part because there's a second damaging story for President Donald Trump in as many days, essentially. Yesterday, the New York Times reported last evening that Trump asked former director of FBI, James Comey, to end a personal inquiry into a tie of uh, former National Security Advisor Mike Flynn to Russia. Um, and that came just you know a day after the Washington Post reported Trump revealed highly classified information to Russia's foreign minister. Um... The market's reacting negatively to these Trump-related headlines. It's a definite change in character from what we've become accustomed to in the recent months. Um, after the market's violent election night reaction, stocks have more or less moved up uh, unabated, even when there's political chaos in D.C. So, near record highs uh, also begets some pressured selling at times. A little bit of uh, let the steam out. North Korea is getting closer to having a intercontinental ballistic missile that could get close to Hawaii with a scary payload. A U.S. preemptive strike is still on the table. That would cause the markets to get upset. Cybersecurity has emerged as a serious threat, so a lot of people's computers went down um, over the weekend. A lot of companies, especially the smaller companies that don't have an IT department you know, dedicated to staying on top of some of these issues. But something caught my eye the other day. It was an interesting article about millennials and avocado toast. Uh, 
avocados aren't cheap. So it's kind of becoming the food that shows you are classier than everyone else, snottier than everyone else, better than everyone else. It's expensive food. Housing prices are the pits, as we know, when it comes to talking about avocados, pits. Um, there's a multimillionaire out of Australia who, he said, hey, millennials, you can own a home, put down the pits, put down the avocados. And he said, when I was trying to buy my first home, I wasn't buying smashed avocado for $19 and four coffees at $4 each. He told this to the Australian 60 Minutes news program. And there's some truth to that. He says they want to eat out every day. They want to travel to Europe every year. The people that own homes today worked very, very, very hard and saved every dollar. Did everything they could to get up the property investment ladder. The guy is interesting because you would think that he's old and stogie now. He's a millennial. He's 35 years old. And he's saying basically young people like myself, our expectations are fueled by what we see in popular culture. So he goes, this generation is watching the Kardashians and thinking that's normal. Thinking owning a Bentley is normal. So um, so this guy Gurner, who's a multimillionaire, his Instagram account is flooded with you know a lot of images of skinny cloth models, helicopters, yachts, champagne bottles. And he goes to show you, in his case, he worked really hard to become a multimillionaire. And he's enjoying the fruits of it. But he's also saying, you know, if you're not a multimillionaire, put down the avocados and, like, don't do top ramen, but consider it. Hawaii and California are leading the United States. They're number one in gasoline prices. Probably something we don't want to be number one at, right? Um, And it's interesting to note that, you know, the states that pay the highest for gasoline pay a lot more. Uh, 45 cents more per gallon than the rest of the country. Gasoline prices vary by state by state. Fueling the difference is a combination of the incremental refining cost to meet higher standards or greater distribution or marketing and transportation expenses due to location. You can understand why Hawaii is expensive because it's an island out in the middle of nowhere. Those extra costs add up. In fact, seven states with the highest gas prices at the end of April paid on average 45 cents more than the median price. That's ridiculous. So Alaska, with the cheapest gasoline tax in the country and no oil imports due to the amount of crude that the state processes and produces, it would seem like Alaskans should have low gas prices, right? But that's not the case because the state only has one small and efficient oil refinery. And because of that, the state exports low-cost oil to Washington, California, and then imports more expensive gasoline back paying twice to transport the same oil. Did you know that? California, the Golden State, has come up quite a few times already for its high cost of gasoline, for sure, right? Um, One of the drivers is that California requires a special blend of gas to meet its fuel standards, which are higher than the rest of the federal standards. So we have our own formula. We could go with the national formula, but we're like, no, we want better. So the, that blend not only costs more, but few refiners have the capacity to make that type of gas, which causes price spikes. On top of that, California has the highest gasoline taxes in the country at 38 cents a gallon. And they're talking about raising that even more. I've got a big event coming up this weekend, May 20th, Saturday, from 9 to 11, Wealth Management, Income and Retirement. 
uh, Elks Lodge in Palo Alto in the afternoon. It's making your first million. Ten. That one's almost sold out. You can sign up for either or event at Rob Black Show or Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.